Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome back to the In My 20s and Trying podcast. I'm Stephanie Jade, and I am so excited to be sitting down and recording the first episode of the year. It has been a hot mess trying to record this episode because I'm on vacation. I'm currently in Guadalajara, Jalisco, which is in Mexico, with most of my family. And trying to find quiet time to record this episode has been so difficult, but thankfully everyone's out of, well, majority of the people are out of the house right now. They went to go see my uncle's side of the family. And I was like, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to record this episode. I'm going to talk about the new year, what it has in store for us, what I hope it has in store for us, our personal lives, our romantic lives, academic life, like everything. Um, be talking about resolutions and just, I found some poems that I'm going to scatter here throughout the episode because I really loved them. And I think that I need to share them and sort of expand on them. Why? you know, they mean what they mean to me. Um, but I'm also gonna be talking about my vacation. And just, you know, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, whoa, well, <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to say. If you've been listening to the podcast for for a while, you know that I tend to go off on tangents. So that might happen. But hopefully it'll be good. It'll be concise. We'll talk about what we got to talk about. And then we'll keep it at like 45 minutes to an hour. But I missed you guys. I missed just sitting down and recording an episode. As you know, if you've, you know, tuned into episodes before, I just I love talking. I love talking about my life, sharing my life. Um, but that gets me in trouble sometimes, but it's fine. If this is your first time listening to the IMTAT podcast, hello, welcome. I cannot be more excited to have you tuned in. Um, my name's Stephanie Jade. I'm 21. This is called the In My 20s and Trying podcast because I'm literally in my 20s. I'm trying when it comes to relationships, guys, friendships, family, like everything that I talk about is near and dear to me, obviously, because I'm experiencing it. But I hope that it makes someone feel less alone, or it makes someone feel like I'm not the only one going through it, or that you can just relate to this. And, you know, this is a place that I wanted to create where we can talk and have those conversations that you, you know, that you might not be able to have with someone or you don't know how to have with someone. And I love being vulnerable, which like I said before, it gets me in trouble sometimes. But I really do think that being vulnerable and being just honest and open, you know, it's tough, but it also allows us to just relate to one another. It allows us to get these weights off of our shoulders that we sometimes carry around. And when we talk to someone or, you know, we're able to listen to someone talk about those things, we just feel more comfortable. And that's sort of like a big spiel on what the IMTAT podcast is. But if you're new, I hope you stick around. I hope you rate the podcast. I hope you share it with a friend. Um, and just before we get into all the craziness of everything, because then I go off on tangents and I forget, you know, what I want to say. Um, if you have listened to the podcast before and you've sent me a text or you sent me a DM or you've gotten in contact with me and have said, you know, Steph, thank you for being so vulnerable. Your vulnerability um, makes me want to be more vulnerable or I really appreciate what you're doing or I love what you're doing. I love the podcast. It's so really like if you have sent me a message, a text, if you've told me this face to face, I just want you to say, I just want you to know, not say. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I've said that before, but I feel like this is the first episode of the new year and I just want this to be a great year for the podcast. I want it to be a great year for you, for me, for everyone. Um, so just, I want to go into the new year, you know, being super appreciative and letting you all know that. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. It means so 
so much. Um, so now we can get started with what we've got to talk about. Actually, disclaimer, I'm not at home. Like I've mentioned, I'm on vacation, so I unfortunately don't have my mic because I was sort of scared that they weren't going to let me cross it when I was at the airport. I know, my bad. First time traveling in like seven years. Um, so I just didn't bring it, so I'm just recording like the floor, no mic, just my computer. If you hear other noises aside from my voice, I'm sorry. If you hear someone coming in, I'm sorry. Um, but hopefully we can get this done and it's good and the audio quality is not too bad. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned, I wanted to share some poems throughout this podcast episode just because I read them and I loved them and I think that we should talk about them. Um, so the first one is by Billy Chapato, which I really hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. It's just, I am brilliant on um, Instagram. And it says, last year taught me how to swim, how to float when the water becomes too deep, how to dive when the water becomes too shallow, how to breathe when the rest of the world wants to suffocate you in misery. I learned that happiness comes in waves. I learned that healing comes in waves. I learned that I am both art and a work in progress, and I deserve time to come into my own. I learned that pain is temporary and that happiness is a choice. You can choose to be happy or you can let your tears create a pool on the floor so deep that you can drown and lose yourself in. Last year taught me how to swim. And I really do feel like 2018 was such a crazy year for me in regards to growth and just dealing with things and learning things. And, you know, it was just a lot. Um... In the sense that I really do, and I know a lot of people say this, but I really do feel like a completely different person. Like who I was going into 2018 and who I was at the end of it, it's just a completely different person. Like at the beginning of 2018, I I, I, I I had like a certain group of friends and it was like this person, this person, this person. And they were all so different. I'm still friends with all of them. But I feel like even our relationships have grown so much in the last year. And for example, my relationship, you know, like my friendship with Jackie, I met her at the beginning of 2018 and we've grown so close or whatever. But it's crazy how every single one of your friendships and relationships obviously with time and how you grow as a person, those relationships are also going to grow with you or those friendships, whatever. So at the beginning of 2018, I feel like I, you know, I don't know, I was not so jaded. I don't know if that would be the word, but I feel like 2018 sort of taught me how to swim in a way. I dealt with some things. um, And obviously, like if you've listened to the podcast, um, we talked about heartbreak. And that was one thing that I really learned in 2018. And it was like how you deal with that and how you learn and how really like your feelings are on their own timeline. And you can be so like, oh, I'm over it. I'm this, I'm that. But at the end of the day, only you know how you really feel. And only you can heal at the time that you need to heal. And sometimes like you can get hurt and you can get heartbroken and to someone else it might seem like, oh, well, she's being dramatic or she's being this, this, and this or he's being this, this, and this, whatever. But at the end of the day, you know how you feel, you know how you felt and if your feelings are hurt, you're on your own timeline. No one else can tell you, oh, you need to heal. You need to heal faster because this is this. You need to heal slower. Like, you are on your own timeline. And I really do think that that was a big part of my 2018, sort of learning how to cope with feelings. And not just someone else's because, you know, that was a shit show, but 
myself, like how I want to process my relationships, how I want to deal with them, how I want to really just be surrounded by people that believe in me, that support me, and where that's mutual. And that doesn't just have to be like a romantic relationship, just a friendship. And you want to surround yourself with people who believe in you and who support you and where that's reciprocated. Um, So I really love the part in the poem where it says, I am a work of art, but I'm also a work of uh, in progress or whatever it says. Um, I think that it's true. And that for everyone it's not just for me it's for you it's for your friends it's for your family like just because you might have certain things I guess that you're like an expert in there's also going to be things that you're not an expert in and that you need to learn and that you need to work through like before at the beginning not that at the beginning of 2018 but like during the year I'd be like oh no like I am a really good communicator I am super duper good at this I mean come on people my college major is communications and I would be like I am such a good communicator, I can like solve problems, blah, 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 blah. And then what I learned through, you know, heartbreak or whatever it is that I dealt with in 2018 and past situations is like, I am not the best at communicating. I, that's something that I need to work on. And so I just think we're all works in progress and that's something that we're going to continue being forever. Um, But yeah, I really loved that poem. I think that it can speak to a lot of us um but now you know let's talk about this year what this year is going to bring what it has in store for us I'm super excited about 2019 I've decided that I really want to make it my year and if that sounds selfish well too bad because I feel like in the last month I don't know what you know I'm like on vacation mode so sort of Everything that I talked about in the last podcast episode, I'm like, I don't really remember because I don't have my notes and I always have my notes and everyone knows this about me. If you listen to the podcast, I'm a planner and I always have my things, but I just missed talking to you all. So I was like, I'm just going to record a podcast episode. But if that sounds selfish, like, oh, I'm going to make 2019 my year, then too bad because I decided that this year, um, obviously to an extent, I'm not going to be like super duper crazy selfish in like a mean way, but I've decided that I want to make this my year for me, for my podcast, for whatever creative and devours that and devours. I think that's the wrong word, but like whatever creatively I want to do, opportunities, create new things, like I'm going to do it. And it's either you're with it or you're against it and too bad because what I have learned in the past, you know, two, three months is that people are going to either be there for you and support you. And I know that I keep saying this, but this is like my motto going into the year when it comes to creative things and the podcast and just things that I want to do. It's people either support you 100% or they don't. And if someone's not going to support you like 50%, you know, either they support you and they tell you, well, I don't think that, you know, this is the right thing to do, but I'm there for you. I encourage you work on this. And then there's going to be other people that talk crap. So I've decided 2019 is going to be my year, no matter how selfish that sounds. And if you need to be a little bit more selfish in your life, whether that's career wise, um, academically, professionally, I think professionally, academically, whatever. Oh my God, I'm talking so fast. Um, whatever, like if you need to be a little bit more selfish, then do it. Like there, there is no rule in the book because there is no book of life that says you can't be more selfish with your time. And to that, I wanted to say like, I know I've talked here and there about toxic people and 
you know, toxic relationships or friendships or whatever, that's something that I'm being very careful of going into. Well, not going into the new year because we're already in it, but I just want to be more, I don't know how to explain it. Like the relationships that I have, the friendships, my family, I want to, I want them to be more meaningful. I've had I feel like 2018 was a year of a lot of acquaintances and like, hey, what's up and party and this, this and this. And that's not bad, but I was tired. Like my soul felt tired. I feel like it was the same things. And I just want 2019 to be more meaningful, um, which sounds kind of bad, but I don't like the memories that I have from 2018 are fun. I have some that are like my favorite memories and this is what we did and blah, blah, blah. But I, at some point, and I didn't share this with anyone, I just felt down. I felt so disconnected from who I am. And I remember having this conversation with someone who is no longer in my life, but I said something along the lines of like, I felt so disconnected from who I I am. And I just felt so like my friendships and my mainly my friendships like they weren't really guiding or not guiding me but pointing me towards a certain direction and I've said this before like you are half what is that quote like you are half of the five people that you hang out with um and I remember just feeling really like down like I wasn't myself I wasn't doing what I would be usually doing and now that doesn't mean the change is bad because I know Certain people are going to be like, oh, Steph, well, like, change is good, and it's good that you did this, and it's good that you did whatever, but when you're feeling, like, really disconnected and far away from who you are, and you know that you're not doing the right things, then I would say, like, take a look back and be like, mm, what am I doing wrong? What should I be doing differently? And I don't really know if that makes sense, but this goes back to the whole, like, toxic relationships. Like, make sure that the people in your life are adding to your life and not taking away from it because sometimes you want to be nice and you want to be friends with everyone and you want to do this this and that and it doesn't matter if they're talking crap or it doesn't matter if they're not really there or if they're not making you a priority if they're making everyone else a priority like you always want to be the nice guy right you never want to tell people oh this is how I feel blah 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 blah. um so you just sort of go to the sidelines but This is the year about making yourself a priority. Make sure that you're happy in all realms of your life. And yes, happiness is a choice. Happiness comes in waves. And it doesn't mean that every single day of your life you're going to be happy. But you can at least try to be. You can make the effort um, to change your situations, change your surroundings. When people say stuff, I'm so unhappy because look at this, look at that. It's like you have the power to change your situation at any time. Now, I know that's a little like dramatic, but with most things you can. If you're unhappy at work, either see if you can make a change or leave your job. Obviously, have some sort of backup plan. I'm not telling you guys like jump off this bridge and go into another job and you have no sort of backup plan, but you need to you need to take control of your life in whatever aspects that you can you need to choose to be happy or at least make the effort and try to be happy because i've said this before as far as we know we only have one life and why do we a lot of times not all the time but sometimes we're so focused on 
the negative and the bad. When you, I said this in the last podcast episode, if you can focus on the positive, your life will change because your thoughts aren't on negative. They're not like, oh, well, this and this and this and that. And, and all that's coming out of your mouth is negativity. And ugh, negativity gets so tiring and draining. So make this year about you. Be selfish, but in a good way. Be positive and just live the life that you want to live. Do what makes you happy. Oh my gosh, I'm so out of breath. Um, And now I guess that can take me into the second poem because I really like this one about um, how it's never too late sort of to choose the life you want to lead and sort of what I'm talking about. So this but this one is by Bianca Sparsino. Sparsino. She is, her handle is at Rainbow Salt on Instagram. I love her. Um, and the poem says, as you move towards a new year, I hope you learn how to let go of the idea that it's too late. It is truly never too late to change your life. It is never too late to become the person you have always hoped you could be or to love the way you have always wanted to love. We often forget that we are not bound by our past. We don't have to be who we were a year ago. We don't have to make the same mistakes we did when we were younger. We can want different things. We can seek different horizons. We have to believe that we are never too old, never too jaded, and never too broken to take our first steps towards change. We wake up every single day with the ability to start fresh. It is never too late to take advantage of that. It's never too late. And I love that. I think that it's so powerful. It's sort of like that F. Scott Fitzgerald quote where um, he says like, oh, like you can wake up every single day and be who you want to be. It's never too late. And it's true. It's so true. You have control of what you want your life to be. If you don't like something, change it. If you do like something, keep going forwards with it. But really, I challenge all of you to make this year about what you want, about completing your goals and I was thinking about this because you know when it's a new year everyone's all like oh well my resolutions my this my that my goals this is what I want I want to get healthier I want to be more fit and that is one of my goals because ladies and gentlemen I have not worked out in a good like six months but that's on the point so when it's a new year you know it's like the second to last week of December we're getting closer to New Year's Eve everyone's like oh well I want to get fit I want to start a blog I want to start a podcast I want to get a new job I want to do this this and this and then we just say all of these things and I say we because I do the same thing and we set our goals for a whole year whereas if we were to set small attainable goals and we check in every three weeks or every month or every However, you know, much it takes you to change something or to actually go through with something, that's where change happens. Because if I tell myself, okay, Steph, I want to lose 20 pounds by the end of 2019, that is no, like, there's no concrete thing that is happening that's pushing me towards my goal. I'm just saying words. But if you actually write it down, if you get consistent with it, and if you say, I'm going to work out two times a week starting today, I'm going to cut out soda and replace it with more water. I'm going to cut out white bread and replace it with whatever that is, Ezekiel bread. I don't really know because I'm still stuck on the white bread. But if you start making small changes towards your goals, that's where change happens. And that's what I was thinking. Like, if I want to get fit, it's not going to happen overnight because the gain, the gain, the weight that we've gained, it didn't happen overnight. It happened little by little. So something I can do is, for example, I'm on vacation. I love food. I have ate so many tacos. I've drank 
too much tequila, I've had soda, I've had candy, like who can judge me? I'm in Mexico. But we, when I get home, we can make small changes to build the lifestyle that we want or creatively, you know, one of my goals is to do more for the podcast, be more consistent, have more ideas, create more ideas, create a blog, create quote cards or whatever it is that I can do to be more creative and more consistent with content for the podcast will make me happier and will also allow me to get closer to my goal. So I hope all of that makes sense. But those are two of my goals. Um, Get healthier and be more consistent with the podcast. But also, when it comes to, you know, getting healthier, that's also my relationships, which I've already talked about, like cutting out toxic people, cutting out just things that no longer serve you that a lot of times we keep around just because we're used to it, but really it serves no purpose to our life. I want to declutter my room, my home, my space, my mind, like everything. I just want to start fresh. I want to get home because like I said, I'm on vacation and just work towards becoming a better me, which I know sounds so cheesy, but I'm telling you guys, like I am so excited to look back at the end of the year and listen to this podcast episode and be like, okay, well, you did this, you didn't do this, you tried at this, but you failed. And just be able to, what's the word? Or like, be able to keep myself accountable. That's what I need. I need to be kept accountable because I am the type of person, and this is so bad, I say, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. I want to like look at the 12 days of IMTT. I wanted to do something, but I didn't execute because I ran out of time, I got lazy, and I didn't prioritize correctly. So I'm the type of person that needs to be kept accountable, and I can't rely on someone else to keep me accountable. So I basically need to keep myself accountable. Um, but I'm excited to look back at the end of the year and be like, okay, well, you did this, you didn't do this, whatever. Um, and I'm just, I'm excited. I really am excited for this year. I feel like 2018, you know, from like September, I want to say maybe like from the end of August or like mid August, maybe even, okay, like from the summer, like the end of summer to December, it was just rough. Like, I I just learned things, I did things, I just like everything was just like an up and down and I feel like that, I sort of had to go through that to be where I am right now in the sense of like I know who's in my life for the right reasons, I know you know hopefully the people that are in my life love me, support me and really do genuinely believe in me and you know want to be in my life um but I think that you know I am religious but like I've said or more it's a whole conversation but I do believe in Christ and I've always said this in every episode where I talk about this just because I have a certain belief it does not mean that you need to believe it um and everyone is entitled to their own beliefs everyone has their own opinions which is great that's why it's awesome to be human and believe in whatever it is that you want to believe um but like I've said, I believe in Christ. So I think that the Lord puts you through certain trials, not because, what is it? Like, not because you can't handle them, but it's because you can handle them and because you're going to come out stronger and because you are worth of worthy of so much. And I feel like the last six 
or more like five months of the year were my trial. I really had a roller coaster of emotions and I want to say from, like I said, the end of July to mid-December, even like the end of the year, I really felt like I had to go through what I went through in order to become a stronger person. And even though for me the things that I went through weren't like these dramatic, crazy, life-altering things, it really changed my perspective and the sense of how I need to go about having relationships and friendships and even myself, like how I need to, like I said earlier, be a better communicator and really the last six months or whatever, five months, whatever, really altered my perspective on how I look at life Um, because I would look at life through like these rose-colored sunglasses and be like oh my god I love love I love this I love that and while I still do I'm just a little bit more realistic about it now Um, and while that sucks because you know I wish that no one would get hurt and life was perfect for everyone and life was great and dandy and nice and people treated you the way that you treat people it's just it's not like that all the time so I really do think that's what those last six months for me were but I'm excited for this upcoming year I'm going to make a vision board when I get home and I'm just going to put good things out into the world because when you put good things out into the world I hope that's what you get in return um but 2019 so far seems fun and exciting and promising and I'm just excited for whatever this year has in store and for you guys I really do hope that you take time to reflect on the last year and see what you should carry into the new year with you and what you should leave behind whether that's friendships relationships um, certain habits that you might have and carry just what can make your life better Um, look at that do that and I just really do hope that it's a great year in regards to your health, if you're still in school, academically, your career, whatever it is that you got to do, I hope that it's incredible. Um, and I don't know, I'm just, I'm excited for this year. Um, and now a little bit about my Mexico trip because we're almost at 30 minutes. I have had so much fun so far here in Mexico, which is funny because at first I didn't want to come. I really wanted to be home with my friends for New Year's and you know, while I love my friends, um, I think that this was such a good trip for me. I'm with my family and it's been a little stressful at times because there's four little ones that we have to have our eyes on at all times. It's been so nice to get away from the responsibilities of every single day of work, of just stress and, you know, all the things that you have to worry about. Um, and like I said, we're in Guadalajara, Jalisco. We have family here. My mom is from here. Um, and we flew in on December 27th, which was a Thursday. And we got picked up by a van, which sounds very sketchy, but like we rented a van, whatever, um, with the company Guadalajara Van. If you ever come to Guadalajara, I highly recommend you check them out because I believe, like, obviously, if it fits into your finances, we split it like by family. Um, and it's, let's say it's like $1,000 for however many days. You split that up and you have a driver who knows the area. Hopefully you get an incredible driver like ours. His name was Ramon. He was super duper nice, super duper friendly. Um, watched out for all of us. Took, not took care of the kids, but like kept an eye on them when we were all out and stuff. Um, that sounds weird. Like he was just very aware. There we go for all of us. Um, so we were in Guadalajara. We stayed here that night because we flew in, I want to say at like two because we had a flight delay. 
Um, and then we went to this small little hotel, super duper high tech and like advanced. I was like, oh my goodness, you literally had to put your hotel room key for the light. I was like, what is going on? Um, and then the next morning we woke up, went to my uncle's house that lives here in Guadalajara. Then we went and saw, well, actually speaking of my uncle, He's a holistic doctor, super duper cool because he still lives in the house where my mom grew up for a little bit with my tia Lily and it was so just like cool, I guess, for lack of better words, to see a small part of my mom and Thea's childhood. That's the house where they lived in. My grandpa lived in there for a little bit before, you know, he passed. Um, and it's just, it's really cool being able to see a part of your parents' childhood um, and where they grew up and where they, you know, did some of their life. Because when we look at our parents, it's like, oh, well, that's my mom. But we sometimes forget that they had a whole life before us. Um, and so then we went to my other aunt's house. We picked her up. Then we headed to Colima, which is where my mom's mom is from. So my maternal grandmother. And... Uh, it's like a three and a half hour road trip. Friday felt like the longest day of my entire life, but Colima was awesome. They have great ice cream shops, La Michoacana, which I'm sure y'all have heard of it if you're from LA. Um, I'm not from like LA, LA, but in Southern California region and other places, I'm sure they have it. But La Michoacana here just tastes way better. It's so good. The flavors are so rich. Um, and they serve you in a hot cone. So I was like, yes, I'm here for it. Um, so we were in Colima for a wedding. My mom's tia's 25th year wedding anniversary, which is La Boda de Plata. Super duper nice venue. We had, you know, dance till 2 a.m. It was a lot. Um, but then Colima, we wrapped up our trip a little bit after New Year's. Um, oh no, that's a lie. So when we were in Colima, my great grandma, who is my grandma on my, like my mom's mom, she has a huerta, which is an orchard of banana trees. So we went to Michoacan, which is another state in Mexico. So we went from Guadalajara, drove to Colima, we're there for a few days and we drove to Michoacan. Um, and we went to this piece of land that she has and it's a beachfront and it was, it was so cool, but the water was extremely dangerous and it, you know, time of the month and stuff. So I was like, I'm not doing that whole thing. So I fell asleep for a good hour, but it was beautiful. There was black sand. The water was not hot. It was not cold. It was like a perfect medium sort of warm temperature. Um, and then when the sun set, it was beautiful. And then we were there for a while, had ceviche, did the whole thing, then drove up back to my aunt's house. Um... Actually, that's why. See, I need my notes for all of this. But when we were in Michoacan, um, like I said, my grandma has a huerta, and which is an orchard. And she also has, I guess they call it like La Casa del Rancho. And it's her little small house. Um, and it, it's this small little, just a little pueblo where I was like, what do they do here for fun? Which I know is just so dumb of me because you can find things to do anywhere. But Picture a super small, tiny, tiny town with a town center that was just this little plaza with some toys, a tiny chapel. Like, it was small. And everyone was out by the time we left. Like, we were headed home at around 8-ish. Everyone was out in the town center. Everyone was running. The kids were running. Um, like, that sense of community was so cool to see because if you're from Southern California, LA, New York, think of big places like you don't really have those senses of community if you're from 
places like that, people are like, oh, look, my neighbors, hi, bye, and that's it. Um, but it was really cool, again, seeing a small part of my mom's childhood. She went to school in Michoacan for a little bit. Um, and then whatever, our Colima trip finished up. We came back to Guadalajara. That's where we're currently um, chilling. Um, we got a house. We got an Airbnb. It's been super fun. And everything had been going fine and dandy. And we'd been having so much fun. We'd been, we've been eating tacos and we've been having tequila. We saw my tia Katia, which we had not seen in a while. Um, and her son is so cute. His name's Santi. I love him. But we saw all of them and everything had been going well, right? And then yesterday, which was Saturday, January 5th, my father, my dad, got food poisoning and it was not good. Like he looked pale, was falling, was throwing up, not a good day. And then today, January 6th, this will be going up tomorrow, my sister Bella, which y'all know is wonderful and amazing, I love her. She fell down the stairs and I guess like cut open above her brow and had to go to the clinic to get stitches. And we were like, everything had been going so well. And now here we are, but it's great. My dad did a 180. He's great. He was all like, I feel better than ever. My sister's good. She just has her three stitches, but she's doing well. Um, but it really has been such a fun trip being able to come to Mexico. It, well, I've been to Mexico, you know, here and there. But like to Rosarito or Tijuana, but being in Mexico and seeing the culture and seeing where my mom was raised and stuff has been really cool. And it's just been, like I said, a nice trip getting away from every, not everyone, because that sounds really mean, but just like from the stress of everyday life, which, you know, when you work, you have school or whatever it is that you do, life can get so hectic. So having this time to unwind. And now at the end of this trip, it's been sort of forced vacation because we have been trying to find flights home and we couldn't. We were supposed to leave. I want to say like the the day that we wanted to leave was yesterday or this weekend and the flights were so expensive so we were like we're just gonna wait we'll leave on monday flights were way too expensive and they finished and there was no flights so i'm finally headed home like on thursday i believe is the day um which i'm excited to get back but i'm not excited to get back to the reality of like work and then i start school in two weeks which is so crazy and scary and i'm so nervous um i'll be starting my junior year at cal state fullerton but it, it'll be my first year there um, which I'm nervous about, but I'm also excited about, you know? Um, and now I'd like to wrap up this whole flying Mexico trip story. I have mentioned before on previous podcast episodes that I am terrified of flying. I have this fear. I think it's because I don't like heights and then like there's a lot of people and just like everything. And I think when I tell people that I have a fear of flying, sometimes people think I'm dramatic because I'm, I can be a very dramatic person at times. But no, you guys, there is a video of me crying, like sobbing my freaking head off because I was so scared during takeoff. Takeoff is not my friend. Landing is my friend. But takeoff, I kid you not, I was crying for like 25 minutes, full on sobbing, but I was like, I'm fine. I am okay. But I had my grandma's hand clutched in my hand and I was not letting her go in any little movement. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, but we flew with Volaris. It was a great flight. I mean, aside from takeoff, just because I'm not a fan of it. Um, but I watched Crazy Stupid Love on my way here. 
had some chips, had water, chilled, and then landing was smooth. Our pilot was great. Uh, what else did I want to say? If you are flying to, let's say, Guadalajara or anywhere in Mexico and you're flying with Volaris, because I do recommend them. I mean, I think they were a great airline. They're inexpensive. You get what you pay for. Um, if you're flying from the Southern California area and you want to save some money and you're using the CBX Express, or if you don't know what that is, it's the cross-border express, I believe. Um, you basically pay some money and you cross through this bridge as opposed to going into Tijuana with your car and then going to the airport. You park in San Diego or wherever it is that you are. If you live in San Diego, get dropped off at the CBX uh, building. And then from there, you walk into the building and then you don't ever leave it. Uh, because from there you catch your flight you catch the plane it's basically like you're in San Diego then walk into Mexico but through this bridge if that makes sense um, and it saves you money it's relatively relatively fast it just ours the only thing that was a pain in the butt was one of the ladies I honestly think she was having a bad day because she was not having it and my mom was like look I'm trying to be kind with you and I'm trying to be friendly but she was not having it um but other than that, it was a great experience. You just literally park your car either at, you know, that building or find somewhere else. My parents park it at this other parking lot. Um, and then just walk in. You show your ticket, your boarding pass. They weigh your luggage. Then you walk to this other place. You walk in through this other place. You take your luggage up or wherever it is the terminal that you need to be at you leave your bags they check them in they throw them onto the airplane whatever and then before you know it your flight time is here and it's time for you to head out to your destination so I highly recommend it from an inexperienced flyer or inexperienced flyers I mean to say and just someone who has the worst flight anxiety if you follow me on Instagram you most definitely probably saw this video of me sobbing my head off um, it was a great experience I'm excited to head back home though I want to get my goals started my small tiny goals to work towards my bigger goals um, I have school I need to start working again so there's a lot that's happening this year but I'm just I'm excited to get back I'm excited for what the year has in store and I don't know. I think that it really is going to be a great year. I'm excited to look back on this podcast episode and on my vision board and see what what happened, what didn't happen, what I tried, what I failed at, because you can learn so much from your failures. Um, and I sort of want to write up a blog post or do a video. I don't really know if it'll be too late, but just sort of like my favorites of the year. Maybe I'll just write it down, you know, in a story or something. I'm not really sure. But 2018 definitely taught me a lot about myself, about relationships, friendships, um, about communicating and how I can suck at it sometimes and how I need to be better at that. But I'm excited for this year and I know I've said that a lot and I hope that you're excited about this year too, but not just the year. Be excited about every day and remember that you don't need a certain day or date on a calendar to do the things that you want to do and be who you want to be. You can change whenever you want to. You can change your hair. You can change your clothes, like that Hannah Montana song goes, um, but home is always home. Um, but no, seriously, you have the power of being who you want to be whenever it is that you want. You don't have to wait for tomorrow. You don't have to wait for the new year. You don't have to wait for next week. You can start making small changes to becoming the person that you want to be. And be on your own timeline. Do things for yourself. Do things because you want to do it, not because other people are pressuring pressuring you into it. Um, and remember to just choose happiness and be happy. And remember that happiness does come in waves, but it's your choice 
to choose to be happy or at least to make the effort to be happy. If you want an inspiring video to watch, Keaton Milburn, I love her. She is so freaking, oh, I love her. I wish like we could be friends. But check her out on YouTube. She did her 2018 recap video and she says something like, oh, I need to find this because it, the video was, I want to say two minutes and I was like, whoa, girl, you are making me cry. Um, but what did it say? It's just a great little video about her year and how she's going to choose happiness. So she says in the video, I'm not perfect and I get sad sometimes, but the point is you can get sad and you can get happy. So I'm going to choose to get happy. So that's what I hope you'll take into 2019. Choose yourself, choose to be happy. And let's not focus so much on finding a boyfriend this year because, you know, life hits you like a truck sometimes. And before you expect it, a love life will appear or the career that you've been wanting will appear. So focus on working on yourself and then the doors that you want to open will open. The opportunities that you want will come to you. And I hope that you make this the best year yet. I am so excited. I can't wait for you to just do everything that you are called to do this year. If you're religious, get closer to the good Lord because the good Lord knows I need to do that this year. Um, but I'm excited. So I'm going to make that the quote of the episode. I'm not perfect and I get sad sometimes, but the point is you can get sad and you can get happy. So I'm going to I'm gonna choose to get happy. I also hope I can get better at speaking in 20, 2019 because I stumble over my words too much, you know? Um, but yeah, that's by Keaton. Follow her on Instagram. It's just at K-K-E-E-A-A-T-T-O-O-N-N. Basically, Keaton with two of every letter. I hope that you have the best week. This is going up tomorrow. It'll be Monday. Make it a good one. Make it a great one. And... Be selfish. Choose yourself. Choose happiness. And I know I keep saying the same things, but I really hope it sticks. I'm going to make a vision board when I get home. I'll share it on Instagram. Make sure to follow me on all the social media at IMTTSJ, Instagram and Twitter for the podcast. And mine is just at Stephanie JDM on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, all the good stuff. Just literally look me up on anything and I most likely have one. I have LinkedIn at Stephanie Jade. Um, and share the podcast with a friend. Don't forget to do that and rate it wherever you listen to it, whether it's on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Also, let me know what you listen to the podcast on. Do you like the ad? Should we change it up? What should we do? Let me know, you know, should I get sponsored by some people? I want to get sponsored by like Costco. I think my goal would be to get sponsored by like Amazon or like my dream is like Disneyland. Like imagine being sponsored by Disneyland. I don't know how that would work, but that would be so cool. Um, so I hope to work with some cool brands this year. That would be freaking awesome and the dream. Um, but more importantly, aside from all the big goals, my goal is to continue making episodes that relate to people and people relate to them and make people feel like they're not alone and they're not going through the 20s by themselves because girl and guy whoever you are. It's tough sometimes, but you are stronger, you are tougher, and you can get through all of this. Wow, I sound like a motivational speaker. All right, I'm gonna cut it off here. Love you all. I'm saying goodnight. <laughs> it's 540 here in Guadalajara. Um, have a great one. Have a good one. Mwah! Kisses, and I'm gonna go do some stuff. All right, love y'all. Bye. I'm so excited for the year. Okay, make 2019 your B. Just kidding. We're not, we're trying to use less foul language in 2019. All right, I gotta go. I'm gonna breath. <laughs> Bye, guys. Be kind to one another. Choose love, choose kindness, and choose yourself. Bye, guys. Mwah.
Thanks for listening. Okay, gotta go. Bye.